And welcome to another episode of Four Corners Podcast. I am your host, Coach Mike McClendon, a.k.a. Coach Mac. Join with me at each and every week, my three young kings, man. I got J.R. Pringley, a.k.a. Mallory. We got C.J. Mawilla. And we got Jamal Reed, a.k.a. Airman Reed, a.k.a. Private Reed. This Cali mom, bro. <laughs> you sure you want me to call you Cali Mall? That's a different, yeah. you know, that's a different person. I don't I didn't want to put those two people together. It's Cali Mall. <laughs> Cali Mall. Fellas, <laughs> fellas, what's happening? As always, I got to check on my brother JR, man. How's your mental? I'm great, baby. You sure? You sound very isolated. Yeah, nervous. Yourself today. Like, you lonely? I'm good. It's good sometimes to be isolated. I'm straight up. Yeah. <laughs> I think he knows the energy is coming today. And he's I'm ready for it. I get stuff prepared. <laughs> <laughs> oh, CJ, what's good down in Houston? Are you good down there? Doing well, doing well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so you ain't going on bike rides today, man? I thought you had a bike ride in the morning. Yeah, it's, it's a little cloudy out today. Maybe, maybe next weekend. <laughs> the bike's expensive down there in Houston, boy. <laughs> 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 Oh man, CJ, them bikes are expensive in Houston. All funny. Mac, how you doing, Mac? <laughs> oh. <laughs> hey, I'm, hey, listen, listen. I'm glad you asked. I'm super glad you, you asked. Ever asked I'm man. dope. I'm dope. That's good. You know what? And I'm never gonna listen. I was never gonna put it to y'all to actually check on me. You know, I figured one day y'all will. So I'm, glad you brought that. <laughs> I'm glad you did that. Today. See, I appreciate you no for problem, that. Man. I'm you straight, know I got you. Yeah, mom and grandma are doing better, man. They survived. My grandma's home. She fought that thing and beat it. Yeah. My mom's beating it as we speak. Yeah, so I can't, I can't be nothing but happy. That's what's up. Private, Private Reed, what's going on over there in Texas? Man, man, if you don't know where you are, you don't know what steps to take, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why couldn't you save that for the closing? I got man? more. You better ask some more. He said I got more. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, man. I love it. Let's, let's, let's get right into this, man. We're going to start like we do every episode, man, our NFL pod bets. Um, let's just go over the standings real quick so we can let the world know where we stand. Uh, we got myself at three and three. We have Mallory at three and three. We have Mr. Jamal Reed at three and sure. three. And unfortunately, CJ's at the top of five and listen, one, which is crazy. Hey, listen, numbers don't lie. Uh, you're right. I mean, we can't. Yo, here we go. That's gonna be a whole nother. That's gonna be a whole nother podcast, Mally. I'm just saving it, man. I'm just saving it. I'm just saving it for the right day to get in your ass about them statistics matter sometimes. We're gonna talk about that one sometimes. <laughs> so uh, here we go. So let's start with you, CJ. What game are we picking this week? Who are you putting your money on? Uh, I got the Bucks beating the Saints. Uh, they got Antonio coming back today. I know the Saints got. Oh, Michael Thomas coming back, but uh, I don't think Tom's gonna go down too over the breeze in the season. So I'm gonna go with the Bucks today. Mm, mm, so you got the Bucks. So you say AB is that game changer for him? Um, I don't know yet. I don't know yet, but um, I think I think AB and Tom got some chemistry, and we're gonna see we're gonna see it on display today. Yeah, I mean, it's an interesting pick. It's an interesting pick. I think Michael Thomas is that big of a game changer for the Saints offense. But you're right. Adding a, a piece like AB for Tampa should be interesting to see. He hasn't played football in a long time, so he's got some rust probably to knock off. But it should be one of the better games this week. <clears throat> so, all right. So, CJ's going with the Bucks over the Saints. Uh, Maul, what's your pick for today? I got the Raiders over the Chargers. 
Um, it's a big conference game. I think the uh, Raiders uh, did real good last weekend, winning that game on the road. You know, people thought they was going to lose because of the weather. But, um, you know, I got them uh, taking that next step this weekend against the Chargers. I respect that pick. I appreciate that pick, Maul. No one else tells you today. I appreciate you. I appreciate you making that pick. Thank you. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to bring any presents to Thank you. Uh, JR, what you got for us today, man? Is it a, a blowout game again like you did last week? Nah. Closer one. I got uh, the Cardinals over the Dolphins. Oh, I like that. Okay, Cardinals over Dolphins. Little Colin Murray uh, trying to solidify itself. He's been playing pretty well. A few last games, I take him over the Dolphins. Yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be a, a tough game only for Kyler because you know Dolphins defense is, I think is the highest scoring defense in the league yeah. right now, man. So yeah. as long as he takes care of that ball, you might be right. If he takes care of the ball, gets out of the pocket like he normally does, I, I think Cardinals can cover that six point. That's a big spread. I see you like picking a big spread game. That's cool. No, I don't. I just get whatever comes to me. <laughs> ah, okay. <laughs> 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 that's So just to go over everybody's bet. Oh, I didn't get to my game. Oh, here we go. Yeah, I was. I was definitely about to skip over mine because it's, it's a tougher game than most of you guys pick. I got Seahawks versus Bills today, man, and I'm. I'm taking the Bills. Um, I, I think the Bills are, are real, man. I think a lot of people thought they got off to a hot start and they would start to cool off. But Josh Allen's proved a lot of people wrong. That defense has some moving parts and injuries, but they're still able to be solid. Um, Russ, Russ is tough. Russ is tough to stop. But I think the Cardinals show, you know, when they beat them um, not too long ago, that, you know, they can be beat. That defense can be torched a little bit. Um, if the Bills can force a turnover to it here, I think this is going to be a nice little victory for them, man. So I got the Bills over the Seahawks. Um, and that concludes our bets, man. I got Bills over Seahawks. Jamal has Raiders over the Chargers. Mallory is going Cardinals over the Dolphins. And CJ has Bucks over the Saints. <clears throat> so let's, hey, let's stick to football, man. Let's, let's, let's get a little pretender contender action going on, man. I'm going to give you guys a couple teams that have one or two losses. And I need you guys to tell me, are they a pretender or a contender? Mm. And obviously, Mallory, when we do this, you got to elaborate and tell me why. You can't just say one word or the other. I'm going to do my best. (laughs) 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 Let's start with the two teams I just named. And all of a sudden, you already know, six and two Bills, I think they are contenders. I think they can battle and win that AFC East, which hasn't been won by a team outside the Patriots in uh, maybe 10, 10, 6, 10, 12 seasons. Um, so I think the Bills, especially with that defense, I think they can win that AFC East and be a top three seed in the West. What do you guys think? Um, I think the Bills, since it's pretender and contenders, I don't think they're necessarily a contender. So I'm going to have to go pretender. But I do think they're going to make the playoffs, though. So you think they're pretending in the sense of being a contender for a ring, but you think they're good enough to make the playoffs? Yeah, in their division, I think uh, after the Dolphins started Tua, they're not really concerned about, you know, making a making a run in the playoffs. They want to develop him because they see the other rookie quarterbacks developing. But, um, yeah, I definitely mm-hmm. think they'll make the playoffs, but they're not a contender. Mm. Right, right, right. I mean, look, that's a good, that's a good, that's a good observation. What do you got, Mo? I think um... – I think they're a contender. I think they, you know, obviously going to make the playoffs, but I still think they can um, fight to get that Super Bowl. I think they're a well-balanced team offensively and defensively. 
Um, and they um basically <clears throat> capitalizing on what they did last season. So I think they're a contender. Yeah, I, I I think they are too, man. Because you say they're you know kind of bouncing forward this year, and uh, they can make it happen. Maybe, maybe I need one in the divisions easy, but one in the AFC is gonna be tough, man. What are you talking about, uh, Mally? Um, yeah, I kind of I kind of agree. Uh, I would say they contended to a certain extent. Once you get into them playoffs mm-hmm. and you playing people outside your division, it's gonna get a lot of tough. It's gonna get a lot tougher. So, I mean, they they, they definitely got a high power offense and their defense is pretty good, but. I think things get a little tougher once that uh, first, second round of playoffs come. Yeah, yeah, right. They, they haven't been tested like that yet, really. Being, you know, going into the playoffs, winning a couple of games in deep in the playoffs. So I think that is what's going to keep a lot of people thinking they can actually pretend for an AFC championship because it's just, it's different, you know, different types of atmosphere when the playoffs start. And look, no fans this year probably in playoffs too. So that might help them out a little bit. But I think everybody made the point they're good enough but they might not contend for a ring, but they're definitely good enough right now. Um, how about their um, NFC West counterpart, the Seahawks? And that division is one of the best divisions in football right now where you have three teams with a 5-2 and two, uh, better record. And you have the Niners, who are only 4-4, four and four, I believe, you know, bringing up the rear. But that's a, a really tough, tough division right now with the Niners, Seahawks, um, Cardinals, and Rams. Uh, so what do we think about the Seahawks? I'll stay with you, Matt. Do you think they uh, contend for a Super Bowl this year? Uh, yeah, I think uh, the Seahawks have definitely shown their consistency over the last, over the years. Um, they were just in the Super Bowl not too long ago. Um, and I think Russ is, is that quarterback that's going to lead them back to, I mean, if not the promised land, at least in contention to, to battle for it. So you think they can get to that NFC Championship game, definitely? Yeah, I believe so. I believe so. Yeah, I mean, look, the, the, the NFC right now is kind of down, especially with the NFC East looking the way it is. You got a first-place team under 500. So I, I definitely think they, they probably have one of the easier ways to get there outside of their own division foes. Uh, um, I think this team going to go as far as Russ taking, but uh, I feel like their defensive line is too weak for the uh, playoffs. So I don't, I don't mm. think they're contenders. Mm, so you think that defense eventually gonna let them down? I mean, look, they, they let a, a lot of uh, Cardinals light them up a little yeah, bit. I don't think so. So they definitely they will only win by trying to outscore teams. I think when it gets uh, to the playoffs, and I don't think that's gonna work. Right, right. Again, one of those things, man. We gotta have both sides of the ball be prolific during the season, win a Super Bowl, at least contend for one. So right, you make a great point, CJ. What do you like about Russ and the Seahawks? Um, well. I love Russ, and um, I think Russ has a lot to prove this year. He, I don't think he's ever finished in the top two for um, MVP voting, so I think that's one thing that he wants to accomplish, and I think he just wants to show that he could be that type of quarterback to to bring his team to a Super Bowl every year, so I'm going to go contender. I like you like them over Buffalo. Um, <laughs> and they're the in the <laughs> NFC in the NFC in their division they're gonna I think they're gonna finish at the top of their division and then what they got they gotta go through Tom and I'm not really worried about them against Green Bay so I think it's easier in the AFC you got Mahomes you got Pittsburgh and they lost right. to Tennessee and that's like the weakest team so yeah I think Buffalo's gonna have it harder. Right, right. I mean, you, you made a great point. Yeah, Seattle probably, like I said, has an easier way of getting to the NFC Championship game than a team like Buffalo. But what about Pittsburgh? Let's go to the only undefeated team in the league, man. Seven and up. Like, is this is this for real? Like, is this is this for real, or is they a product of their easy easy early schedule? I mean, they played a couple hard games, but 
rest of the game's kind of been kind of lopsided. So, what do you guys think about the Steelers? Which way are they going? Um, the the Steelers, I, I say on this, um, their schedule for the next, I want to say, three to four games. I think they might go like twelve and zero until they lose their next game. Yeah, I think they, they don't play. Whoa. They play really, really bad teams. Like I think today they're a fourteen point uh, favorite. <laughs> Against whoever they're playing, so yeah, they play the Cowboys. Yeah, yeah they play the Cowboys so, today. I don't, I don't think they yeah. might lose until they play the Ravens again. Um, so I think they're gonna be contenders because they're gonna have that. Mm-hmm. They're gonna have that buy that first playoff week. So I say contender. Yeah, and that's a new thing this year. Where since they added the playoff team, there's only one buy for each uh, yeah. conference, and that's gonna be the number one seed. So. Uh, I think you're right. I think right now they can run away with the schedule and get that by. But I don't know, man. It's something about playing cupcakes during the season. I don't, I don't feel like it tests right. you enough during the playoffs. You know what I mean? I think the pro- product of an easy schedule can maybe come back and haunt them down the road. I don't know, man. Um, Ma, I think they're contenders, too. But, I, again, I don't, I'm not uh, trusting uh, Ben too much. Their defense is actually saving them a lot. Yeah. But, um, I'm not uh, trusting Ben. <laughs> but they contenders, still. He, he think he's aging. Uh, he, he's getting, he's starting to show his age. It's not, I mean, it's not terrible, but it's, it's I mean, just sometimes he get like he get too complacent. Sometimes making those throws and he, you know too many turnovers. So I, I think I think they're good, but I think mainly because they're defense. But I'm not I'm not too sold on. Right. All right. Well, I mean, look. I think Pittsburgh definitely needs to fix up some defense. They got some key injuries there. The start middle linebacker is out for the season with Tony ACL. Um, they got to still generate a little bit more pass rush. So you got you got a point. You got a point. That defense probably does need to step up. How can we finish off Pittsburgh, uh, Malik? Um, I think that they've had too many uh, close games early on. Um, mm-hmm. And obviously, the, the, the playoffs is going to uh, increase in intensity and the pressure. Um, I don't know if Ben could actually get there to the promised land, but mm. um, I think the, the regular season might be, yeah, like CJ said, a cupcake form. Right. So, to finish that off in the West, though, who do you think the opposition outside of art? Everybody's going to say Kansas City, right? But you also have 5-2 and two Tennessee and 5-2 and two Baltimore. Who can really, I guess, compete for Pittsburgh, with Pittsburgh to get that number two slot and maybe play the, the Chiefs in that AFC title game? Which one of those two teams? Tennessee mm. or Baltimore? <laughs> I like Baltimore. I like Baltimore. It's tough. It's tough. Right? Um, right. I just have faith in Lamar. I think he's going to make the necessary adjustments that he needs to. Um, I got them beating them uh, whatever week they do play Pittsburgh again. I think uh, Baltimore's mm-hmm. defense is elite as well, too. And I don't think Ben will be able to depend on his defense like he did the games before so, Baltimore. Right? I mean, look, Tennessee gave Kansas City the run for their money in the playoffs last year. They were up yeah. 14, I believe, in that second half. So, but listen, I think that the knock on Lamar yeah. right now is his playoff performances. I mean, he's had great regular seasons, league MVP, but it's like when you have to get to the playoffs, for some whatever reason, Tennessee has been playing better. Yeah, I think... Um, what do you think, Mo? It's two years in a row uh, Lamar been... Um, Real shaky in the playoffs, so I'm a, I'm gonna go with uh, history more than just uh, banking on someone to just wake up. So I'm gonna go with uh, the Titans. <laughs> and I love Lamar, but I'm gonna go with the Titans. <laughs> I think it's too easy. I think it's easier to plan to stop. You think the uh, the Ravens on offense than it is to stop the Tennessee Titans? Yeah, 
and I feel like they had more success um, in the past, and I think it's going to um, transfer over to this season. So, mm, interesting. I mean, look, I, I want to get Mallory's take before I, I tell you what I think about what Maul said just now, because I don't want to mess up his, uh, his one word take. So, uh, Mallory, what you got with the, the uh, Titans? I agree. I think, um, I'd rather, I'd rather, I think I'll go with the Titans. I think I'll go with the Titans um, to contend against the uh, uh, Pittsburgh. Over the Ravens. Yeah, I'm over the Ravens to, to compete against Pittsburgh. Um, I, I believe so because they have um, a ground game and a passing game. And I think with Derrick Henry in that backfield, it's going to be it, 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 that defense. And we just talked about um, the defense as well. So I think mm-hmm. with, with a dual threat, I think it's harder to um, uh, compete against. Obviously, we know mm-hmm. we know Lamar could throw when he get out the pocket and he'll get up the field at times. But I think when the playoffs come, they're going to obviously game play – uh, game plan around that, but I think the Titans is, is, is an actual threat. Yeah, and, and that was one of the things I was going to bring up, and uh, how Maul, you know, said it's easier to kind of game plan against one guy when he's kind of one-dimensional. Uh, I do think that's what Lamar is kind of hoping he can get to, to at the next level, is to and teams game plan him getting out of the pocket and running, he can start pushing that ball down the field with the box being eight, nine guys in the box. He's got to start to push that ball down the field in the air. So, I, I think you know, Mallory has um, a great point, and I think that's going to be my only issue with Baltimore, too. But I, I think Baltimore can can contend this, this year. I think they actually can get over that hump this year and, and maybe have a run at Kansas City. So I'm not going to count Lamar out just yet. So I'm with you. They play the Steelers um, another two weeks. So Yeah. Yeah, Mark Ingram, Mark Ingram to start running backs out today, too. So they're, running, too. They're, they're getting a little banged up, man. Oh. So let's let's uh let's move on to the NFC, man. Who can contend in the NFC, man? I think it's a Green Bay, like uh, CJ brought up, Tampa Bay six and two, Green Bay six and two, and then you're followed by New Orleans and Arizona at, at five and two. We already talked about Seattle, um, Green Bay, Tampa Bay, New Orleans. I need you guys to tell me who is going to be in that NFC championship game between those three three teams. That's hard. Yeah, I mean, listen, right? I mean, the NFC, I think, is kind of real, real... It's parity. It's parity. You got a lot of decent teams, but nobody's standing out yet. But I want somebody to be bold. Make a bold prediction for me, man. Green Bay, Tampa, or New Orleans? Don't be scared. Don't be scared. For the the NFC championship? And I'll tell you... Listen. Damn, that's hard. Yeah, I'm going to tell you this. I'll give you my take. I think Green Bay, even though that defense is always kind of... You know, kind of, I would say, yeah, I didn't want to say soft for Tampa. They're just soft, man. They get beat up a little bit on the run game. But it's something about Aaron Rodgers this year, man. Them drafting a quarterback in, in the early rounds, I think, kind of lit a fire in them. And he's he's performing. He's performing, man. Even with a bad O-line. He's, I think he's highest number sacks in the league right now. But he's still performing. I think Green Bay can outlast Tampa and New Orleans. I really do. Um, Seattle's the only issue with them. I think that's their biggest hump for Green Bay is Seattle, man. But I think they can outlast Tampa and New Orleans. <laughs> if y'all don't agree, you can say you don't agree. Um, I'm okay with I'm that. I'm going to just go with, uh, <laughs> like you said, that defense is a little, a little shaky. I'm going to just go with uh, Buccaneers. Um, I ain't betting against Tom. I think he uh, he got that same fire that Aaron got. Right. You know what I mean? He, he want to prove that. You know what I mean? Those championships ain't right. because he had Bill Belichick. You know what I mean? It's because he, he talented. He a winner. 
Um, I think uh, him being behind a, a great defense and um, at an AB, uh, you know, it's going to take some time for the London plays. But yeah. uh, I think uh, I'll go, <laughs> I'll go with Tampa. <laughs> yeah, and, and you're right. Out of those three teams, they do have a top ten defense. So you, you're absolutely right. They're number one against the rush. So I, I understand that pick. I do, I do. I think I, like I said, I just think for some reason I, I trust Aaron Rodgers a little bit more right now. Tom has looked great. He's looked real good, and having AB is going to help. But I, I want to see them put it all together. So I'm, I would go with Green Bay. Yeah, what about you, CJ? <laughs> he don't, right? He ain't said a word right now. Him and keeps saying, man, that's hard. That's man, a good one. That's, that's a good one. I'm going I'm to I'm piggyback off um, Maul. I'm going to go with uh, uh, Tom, man. I'm going to go with Tom yeah. in that defense. I ain't going to lie. Because I thought, I thought with him coming down to Florida, I thought he was going to have a little drop off. But he, he's, showing, mm-hmm. he's showing that it ain't the Patriots. That boy so, good, man. Yeah, that, that boy, boy good. good. <laughs> that boy good. I'm a, I'm a, I think I'm going to go with Tom, man. Tom. Okay, so you got Tampa. Maul got Tampa. I'm saying Green Bay. CJ, no, you I was waiting. I was waiting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, got, I either got Tom or I got Russ. How are you going to hide him? Stop doing that, Stop doing that. We already talked about the Sea. I said out of, outside bro. of the Seahawks, we spoke it's about man, which bro. one of these three teams can contend with this. Yeah, I thought she was gonna pick the Saints, though, bro. I think yeah. the Bucks, I think the Bucks uh, got the best linebacking core in the NFL. That front line is fierce too, so right. they don't have to depend on Tom to do everything. But when he got the weapons that he does on offense, like. I don't think any other team in the league offensively, talent-wise, they, they match up with Tampa Bay. So, yeah, I got the Bucks. What, what about what about the Saints, though? Why not the Saints? Yeah, why not the Saints? Don't you They're in the same division with Tom, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. So, you, you're saying Tom owns that division right now since he's been there. 73. You don't think Drew Brees can contend with him? Fast, bro. Yeah, that's. I mean, Drew, Drew, hey, hey, better question. Drew Brees, all the same to you? <laughs> um, <laughs> Drew, Drew's had a great, he's had a great career. Okay, ask one um, question, bro. When I think of people with Drew, it reminds me of people like, uh, the, uh, they're great, they're back in their time, you know, in their time, they're quarterbacks. But I think, I think Tom, who also hasn't long time as well. I think he has a better roster around him, so I'm going to go with the Bucks. I respect it, man. Thank, thank you for your logic, yeah, CJ. Thank you for touching on that, man. <laughs> I know it's hard for you to no problem with Drew Reeves. Yeah, you, you might want to ask him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's scared of what? <laughs> <laughs> You gotta accept people for who they are. That's all. It is. <laughs> I respect it. I respect it. All right, so listen. I mean, I think we're half, almost halfway through the NFL season. A lot of people think we probably felt we couldn't even get this far into the season with everything that's going on in the world, man. So uh, it's been entertaining, at least, you know, to watch these guys compete. And I think this year, Outside of Kansas City, who still looks amazing, 
it's kind of up, up for grabs for some of these contenders and, and pretenders. So I'm excited to see how it all plays out, man. Uh, speaking on excitement, we've been, ex- I guess you can call it excitement since Tuesday, <laughs> uh, figuring out who's going to be the next president of these United States. Uh, we finally figured out so far President-elect Joe Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris uh, will be our next people in office, man. Um, I'm real, I'm real quick, man. Let, let me get your takes on how this all played out and what you guys think going forward. I'm going to start with you, Mr. Uh, J.R. Pringley. I know you got some, some kind words to say. Being this year, second time voting? First time voting? Uh, this, would, this would technically be my man. second time voting. Second time, um, yeah. I mean, with every with everything considered, I ain't too proud, but I mean, I'm going to take, mm-hmm. take what it is. Lesser are right. two evils. But the main focus is we got a black queen and that, that, that standing office for us. Right, right. I mean those two, those those two other gentlemen, you know, they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna be who they are. They're gonna stand for what they stand for, they're gonna put on a oh, <laughs> image for us, oh, but we God, all know the truth. Crazy, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let, let him talk, man. Let him get this energy out. I'm just I like uh, this energy, man. Let him get this energy I'm out. I'm just glad that this is second representation of the African American community in office. Hopefully, we can uh, <laughs> take over with later, later in the future. Yo, Ma, yo, Maul's the worst, yo, man. Like, he's he coming crazy. He's the worst, man. Right. Speaking my opinion, bro. This, I'm glad we got, I'm glad we got the other one out of the office, man. That's all that matter. For the next four years, we got to try to keep this one. Hopefully, all the promises and everything that he said he was going to do, hope, hopefully, quotation marks around that, he could stand on what he was mm-hmm. talking about. But you know how that go. Yeah, I mean, accountability is crazy. But I, I think the biggest thing, the takeaway I take from you, having daughters of a mixed race myself, um, you know, Kamala Harris being in office is huge, man. It was the same story we would tell our sons when they seen Barack get in office. Like, now you see somebody who did something that looks like you. And it's the same for me now with the, with my daughters being able to see. I do got a question though for you, Mallory. You know, are you, are you, you know, the same energy you give me, are you going to give that to Kamala? You know, she's married to white man, right? Um, yeah, I, I, um, yeah, definitely. I definitely, I have no problem. I don't have a problem with all white people. That's, that's the misconception that we have. Oh, okay. I'm um, just saying, you know, no, no. I, I, I got I'm a lot of energy from you the last, you know, six, seven years I've known you for, you know, my relationship. Nah, I'm definitely, know, I'm so definitely consistent in everything. Um, but I know how to compartmentalize. I know how to compartmentalize, man. So. You're scared. <laughs> oh, man. All right, all right, listen, that's all I'm asking. <laughs> that's all I'm asking. <laughs> I just, I, it was just a question. That's all. That's all. It was just a question, man. And I, like, but again, all serious, you know, man, you know, Kamala is doing big things for our community, man, by just, you know, running the race and, and winning, being the, the vice president-elect. And I think that's huge. What do you think of all this, uh, CJ? I'm going to leave you for last, Mark, because I know you got um, Mallory. Yeah, uh, I think what you said, the first thing you said, accountability is going to be very important um, with this administration. You know, uh, we're happy that they did what they had to do and... They won, but you know we have to make sure we uphold them to their promises. But like you said, with um, your daughters, like I grew up in a household full of women, and when the announcement was made that they won, like my mom and my sister were all so happy. You know, there's somebody in their office now that looks like them. So I think it's a really big moment for them, for us, right. as a community. Right. Yeah. One thousand percent. 
1000%. A lot, of, a lot of proud black women in this world. And not to mention, she's also Indian American too. So a lot of, you know, brown women as well are, are extremely excited and happy um, for her being in office. Because it, it just gives a lot of people hope. You hate that word. We all hate that word because it kind of displays action. I mean, um, undisplays action. You know, we just keep hoping and wishing and dreaming. But at the end of the day, sometimes yeah. people need that to move forward, man. So what do you no, think no, about no, all this? Oh, sorry, Grace. You made yeah. another good point. Like, even though, not just in America, but across the world, it's like everybody had hope. Like, after the announcement was made, everybody was celebrating. It was a really beautiful thing. Um, right, that's a fact. That's a fact. Go ahead, I Mom. think uh, this was uh, very big um, in our history. Um... I feel like it shows that uh, democracy works. Um, you know, the people went out and vote, and the people got what they wanted. Um, you know, touch on what CJ said, uh, got the first uh, female in there um, in the vice president spot. And also being um, of color mm. uh, is kind of big, because now all the young women that's um, growing up, you know, they have, uh, you know, see somebody that look like them, you know, that's, that's somebody that can focus on to be their role model. And gives, like you said, hope that, um, shoot, I can be in that same seat too one day, you know. So she just opened a path for, like, other young women to um, get up in the office. Um, I think uh, Biden, when he spoke last night, he spoke um, on something big. Um, and this for, uh, you know, um, Mallory. Uh, he spoke about, he, he spoke about um, not seeing red and blue states. He spoke about unity. Um, so, you know, sometimes when we want to be, you know, uh, attacking the, the other kind, we also got to, you know, focus on being united, not being separated. And you also got to, um, also got to think too, like you can't be like, can't be talking about your second time vote. You never voted for the first black president. You know, it's, that's, that's, dis- <laughs> that's disturbing to me. <laughs> Um, you know, you're getting better. You're getting better. You're growing. I'm just happy that you did it the second time. This is my second time. The first time would be with the black president, right? No, if your first time because that was three terms ago. Yeah, I voted. I voted during the first time. No, you did. First time, I didn't vote for the second. No, you did. But um, hey, I'm I'm happy that democracy works. <laughs> oh my god I think I think the big takeaway I, I, I have a lot of times is the rhetoric man it's a lot of rhetoric talk during the election you know then after they win it's a lot more rhetoric talk um, I think a lot of people had this even with Obama too it's like you know, these words gotta turn to action eventually man so you know you hope these people get that opportunity in office to, to change some things and do some good things in their yeah more than a vote man yeah, we'll see where we go from that man <laughs> <laughs> More than a vote, man. Yeah. I mean, I'm, speaking on, I'm glad you brought that up. I'm speaking on that, man. Um, do, do, you, <laughs> you, do you think it's okay for people to feel like they are the ones who solely put a person hey, in office? I'm, I'm going to just you say this. Okay? Um, Somebody just say that? I watched, uh, <laughs> you going to answer the question. I watched, um, <laughs> I watched the shop. I watched the shop. Um, it's literally because we talked about, you know, having humility and not like... um bringing yourself up as the person who did all of this stuff but you know i'm watching the shop you know the 44th president on there if y'all don't know president barack obama uh he's he's actually the one that compared you know more than a vote 
to the likes of Phil Russell, Muhammad Ali, you know what I mean, Jackie Robinson, all these um, black athletes in mm-hmm. the past that paved the way for us. So I'm going to just, just leave it at that. Mm-hmm. Right, right. So the president not said, a, hey, you are solely he responsible for the next president. He said, he said, he said, he said what you that was, but that was my doing. question. So he I said, what you know. doing? That's what I'm saying. That was you're the question. You're in that stratosphere with those other athletes. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. That, that answers it. Yeah, that's cool, but that's not the question. I <laughs> it, it, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't answer. answer. <laughs> it doesn't answer at all, but okay. <laughs> I respect it. I respect it. <laughs> 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 ah, yo, yo, these tangents, man. Like, you go on these tangents, bro. <laughs> It got nothing to do with the question. Man. I'm Mal not going to say that. Exactly. Some people are just narcissistic and we got to accept them what? for who they are. <laughs> wow! He said some people are narcissistic. You don't know what that word means? I know Mallory. Mallory Googled it right now. <laughs> 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 hey, <what's that? laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah, I love it. I love it. Hey, let's let's move on to the next topic because this is going to be a fun one for me, man. Um, I, you know, I, it, it's crazy because I want to transition this in the proper way, but I don't want to put anybody in this chat down and make them feel some type of way. So. I'm, I'm just gonna ask the question to CJ first. I think <laughs> CJ has the most oh insight out of all of us. I'm nervous. I'm nervous. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, we got a, a woman oh, vice president in office, right? But let's let's talk about the struggles for men, man. What, what are the struggles men are facing right now, especially in this generation, man, of of dating? Right, like is dating ser- a serious thing right now? Because it's not like we used to. Right, it's not like I can go out and meet girls here and there. People now suddenly dating, they just go on social media to find a girl. So what do you think the struggles are for men? You know, because specifically for CJ, for men, how are we? Uh, how, how, what's our disadvantages right now when we come to this dating? World? You want me to start? He said CJ. Say no, I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing. Yeah. I'll start, oh yeah, I'll your name's CJ. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, I got some young boys, man. They was just telling me, they were telling me like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. boy. Man, me, man. Like... Hey, 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 not, hold on, hold on, Mallory. You know what you sound like? Uh, what's the homie on Joe Biden podcast? We talk about his little homies all the time. Um, <laughs> just like Mo. Mo, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you sound like right now, bro. <laughs> yeah, little no, homies. Little homies always ask me to see, like, how you do it, like. How you find such a good woman? Oh. You know? <laughs> I'm, just like, <laughs> I'm just like, yo, I did it before social media, man. So I don't, I don't really know what to, I can't give y'all no advice because you know I don't really be on social media like that. But there's a lot of there's a lot of twists and turns, and it's almost like you remember, uh, you remember Auto Trader? The no, the uh, like the, the website, commercial, like the the. No, I know, but you talking no, about like, the commercial? Talking about, like, you talking about like, you, you pick uh, the brand of car, the, the type of car, what so kind of car. Go, like, this is what social so, media so, is right now. 
they can just go in there and they can find exactly what they're looking for. They don't really know what's going on on the inside, and that's that's the that's the problem right now when it comes to dating on social media. So you comparing a woman to a car? So, so uh, nah, that's not. Uh, no, I was saying I was, I was talking. I was talking from the woman's perspective, from from a man. Oh, my apologies. Go ahead. Yeah. So, so, and I'll come back to you, CJ. But see, I want to talk to you more about this. So, so on social media, CJ is saying basically, you know, the options are, you know, you pretty much have your own options of who you want to pick and choose to try to date. Uh, that's a, is that an issue, Mo? You think it's too many options, or, or are girls only looking for guys on social media that you know have a bunch of followers? And you know, as CJ right. would like to put it, are you pop? Are you trendy? <laughs> I feel like uh, like you said like I don't think people really focus on actually finding their soulmate or finding their partner I think like you said people are focused on finding who's popping who's trendy you know what I mean and um, who's got that type of status and um, a lot of times you see people find that person you know and they try to portray an uh, image of themselves or like you know oh, we're, we're so happy we're having fun and then all of a sudden Two months later, it's like super toxic, you know what I mean? And I feel like um, it gets like that because we're trying to find um, mm. <clears throat> we're trying to find uh, love and relationships in the wrong places. And I feel like social media ain't one of those places you find that stuff. So mm. I think it's it's more so it should be used as like you know entertainment or you know what I mean to keep up with with um, current news. But once you try to like use that to you know, dude, I'm like. I'm just trying to find my next hit or whatever, or, or I'm trying to find my next relationship, and it gets a little, a little dangerous for me. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, 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 I hear that. I mean, it, it is kind of social media is kind of a shallow place where people are only looking about looks and, you know, and all that other stuff. So you're right. You don't really get to see or talk to who the person is unless you want to develop that connection on social media. You got to start talking more and figuring that out. But Mallory, what do you think? You think this is an issue for men? You think you think online dating and social media is, is kind of a, um, a Social facade, media is definitely a facade, but I think it all depends on the type of man you are or the type of female you are. Um, if you could never... Yes, he is. Yeah. Hey, you ain't nah, to because he on So I had to play my toes. I think uh, you, you, you got to be of a certain uh, help to be on there and be able to navigate through the, the facades and the, the truths about social media. It, it could take a toll on uh, your journey of trying to find mm-hmm. someone truly, yes. Um, but that's why I think it's, it's it, the, the the dosage in which you consume social media is very important because it could, it takes over your life. Um, and I, and right. the obviously we see right. uh, celebrities and public figures and whatnot, and people try to live up to certain standards, which makes the 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 the, the, the pursuit to find someone so that much harder because your know, expectations is is I mean in my my opinion is, is not re- reality. So, I think it could be. I think it could be challenging for right. both sides. But yes, I, I definitely agree that it could be a little challenging for men to to find a, a good woman or a woman with some morals, values, mm-hmm. and principles. Mm-hmm. Right, right. I mean, it all goes on judgment, right? We, we, we're sitting. You know, we can't sit here and have them 
sit there and judge us because they think we broke or don't have a good job or we don't have fancy cars and men do the same as judging oh she don't look good so i'm not really liking this picture yada yada but on the flip side though and i'm gonna ask you cj ain't there success stories to social media relationships though don't most people nowadays kind of meet that uh, one and have a long lasting relationship um, i like what mallory said uh i think it, go, it comes down to you just being true to yourself and not trying to put up a facade or this image that might attract certain women you just gotta be yourself and i've seen i've seen a lot of relationships um come from social media that have lasted a long time so there's definitely ups and downs when it comes to social media dating but if i had to give advice to my young boys i'll just tell them you know just be true to yourself If, if one of your young boys did find a girl online and had a long last relationship, what would you tell them if she... Uh, oh, see, now, I don't have no experience with that. I never encountered that. But if I would, if I would have to give him some advice, it depends on how secure, how secure he is with himself. Mm. You know? And how he wants... Mm. If, if mm. that's something that he approves, you know, and he could, he could live with it, they can get money together, you know what I mean? It could be a business. So mm. So so he if if he was comfortable, nah, you'd be like, I yo, can't, yo, yo, yo. <laughs> I can't tell him to do all that. I can't tell him to do all that. But that's the same thing, you know. If you're comfortable with doing it, they can take it wherever, you know. Facts. Nah, facts. Facts. Well, what you think, man? Never be a part of no crap like that. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. But but all right, so that, so CJ hold on, but so CJ said that, that's what CJ said. Is, but, that makes you yeah, insecure. That, that ain't no that ain't no relationship, man. I don't <laughs> I don't think that that ain't no relationship. Um, just speaking just mm. speaking um from like you know what I what I think what I believe everybody got different opinions. But if you ask me for my opinion, I don't think that's mm-hmm. a relationship. Um, and and it goes both ways. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like like no man gotcha. should be like. You know, selling pictures mm-hmm. or whatever, you know, content, his body, because there's other ways to get money. So that's just how I feel like that. You tell me, yes, I'm sure it's low self esteem on your end if you're doing mm. that. So that's, that's just what Cali Mall think. Mm. <laughs> 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 I feel like, but see, they ain't CJ and Mal, you guys should be contestants. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly Moore, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Kelly Moore, you're doomed, man. Like, like, you know, Jamal Reed, Kelly Moore, too. Yeah, I don't remember Kelly Moore, so I can't speak on it. Back dangerous in the file, man. Man, that's dating a porn star. What are you thinking about that? What? Thank you, thank you. Oh, you're not gonna do all that extra hey, talking. Oh. Bro. If a girl got a OnlyFans, bro, and y'all in a relationship, that's you dating a porn star. If she don't, I don't care. But what if she? But what if she ain't doing nothing with anybody? What, what if she's just literally just showing herself? It's, 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 it's porn bro. with girls only doing stuff with themselves. They masturbating. That's all porn. Wait, so you don't look at her? You're producing as it and putting it out. I mean, look, you make making a point. She got her own business. Yeah, porn stars are business women as well. I never said she wasn't a business woman. So it's not degrading in that? He's just saying she don't like the business. I'm just categorizing it, hey, the business. No than, She's a uh, business woman. B. Simone says, 
Big Small said yeah, she wouldn't work a dude. She wouldn't date a dude who works a nine to five. So that means she don't. But listen, so that means she don't like dating guys with regular jobs. Mallory saying I wouldn't date. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Man, I mean, what's wrong with that? Yeah, no, I'm not. Upset. I'm talking. Well, CJ is the one. Would you ask? Remember, I mean, remember, remember. Um, this is my young boys. You know, I'm speaking for. <laughs> uh, I don't know the same thing for this. I don't know nothing about this. This is my young boys I'm speaking for. <laughs> Hey, I would, I would, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't, man. I wouldn't. I could, I, 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 and I don't think it's a, a necessarily a security thing. I think certain men just have a decency about them that they don't look at that lifestyle as acceptable for them personally, personally. Now, other people who do it and are acceptable of it, and like you said, produce their woman's content. That's them. That's great for them, bro. That's great. I don't think it's an insecure thing to me. I think it's just one of those things where that's that's not how you feel. That's not your. That's not how you see the world. You know, see people doing that as, you know, as a decent person you want to date. So yeah, I, that's why I'm, I'm with you all on that. I'm with you. <laughs> but <laughs> speaking of, of who we date, man, let's, real quick before we jump off this topic, let, I want to hear y'all stories, y'all first interaction with the, your significance, your significant others. And I'm going to start with you, Molly. I've never I'll heard this love story. To know this. <laughs> This is legendary. This is about wow. to be legendary. I know. That's why I want to start with Mallory, bro. It just, it's a regular story. Right? It just kind of just happened, bro. So how how'd you, play, how'd you play it? With, My with first, first interaction, interaction with, uh, period. Um, well, we, we've been together since high school. So uh, I transferred to our high school. And I used to see her in the gym all the time. Because we had the same gym class or whatever. Um, and uh, my, our first interaction actually came when I was at the rec center. And um, she came up to me. She came up to me and um, said something to the extent of like, you cute or something like that. And mm. I just played it off like, oh, I yeah, forgot shot, what I said right? specifically, but I just played it off on some smooth. Oh, she bagged you. No, no, it wasn't. It was just some smooth, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like not too much to make her think that I, I, I've been looking at her, but I'm not going to give her that. You know what I'm saying? She came mm. up to me because that's part of the whole journey. Why not? Girl, we always the ones... Being aggressive, sometimes they got to come So I made her come to me. I'm not so mad I made at her that. Come to I'm me. not mad at that. I made her come to me, and then later on, I got I, I went up to her right. sister because she got a twin, and I, I was like, yo, where your sister at? And then I was like, well, mm. what's her number? She gave me her number, I hit her, and then it was history. I love that. I love that, man. That's dope, bro. Right. Tell you, Mel, you right. move, right. man. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he on some Garfield <laughs> stuff right now with the whole like. I mean, you don't respect it. It's cool. I mean, it's cool. I, I, I respect that. Hey, see, thanks. See, I appreciate that. I, I, I do. I do. I'm interested in Maul. Can we cut the Maul? I want to hear Maul. What type of shit you on, bro? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> which one? <laughs> which, which one? Which one? Yeah, what's up with y'all? No, man. You know, um. I came from Michigan. I came from Michigan, so uh. This is how I met y'all too in a way. I was on campus. And um I think uh, I think Big Will, shout out Will Thompson. Big Will was like, yo, uh, be my wingman. He ain't never asked me to do anything with him. He was like, yo, be my wingman. We're about to walk over to Duncan. I was like, all right. So then, you know, I'm chilling. It sounds like it, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Cause it sounds like a prepared statement. You sure this is the real I promise real you, you'll ever do this with nobody else. It's only one opportunity to do this. Will said, bring your wing, man. Yeah, Will yeah. said, be my wing, man, right? 
Spice thing going, yeah, yeah, they had that going on, right? <laughs> so, um, CJ, man, come on. She asked me if I like pumpkin spice. I was just like, nah, I never had it before. And she was like, here, try mine. I don't even really do that, you know, like, I don't be drinking. <laughs> Yo, wow. <laughs> Thank you, bro. Damn. So, you know, I took a sip of the pumpkin spice and it was just like a love potion. <laughs> <laughs> a love potion. Man. I need this snippet right there. Here we are today. I need this snippet right here, man. Here we are today. Hey, we got to put this out first, bro. I love Pumpkin spice, so be careful. But I, I oh, do a back though. It's not like you, like you wrote this down, you, you holding a notebook oh, right now, geez, reading it off. <laughs> yeah, this is a Listen, man, it's funny, it's funny, it's funny how uh, you can recollect certain situations when love has to do with it, you know? So. More. Nah, it's Mac, Mac next. Mac next, I'm going live. <laughs> respect. Yeah, respect. Hey, listen. Listen, my mine was um, I, I was actually the aggressive, but mine was similar to Mallory in the sense that I I, I seen my wife uh, as I was working, and when I seen her in a college town, I was actually we really went to the same college, and she came into the place I was working, and I seen her, and I was like, whoa, okay, and then I played it cool, but I wasn't on no Garfield like y'all, so I waited because I had a, a friendship with um her one of her girlfriends. And I remember speaking to her like, hey, you know. Wow, that's worse. Yo, let him finish his story, bro. And then once we die. It's whatever, it's whatever. I mean, okay. Yeah, I, I asked her to put me on. She she introduced us. And once that happened, I, like Mally said, it was, sister. it was simple for me. It was what I seen it. And I knew, hey. I, I knew so you ain't had no pumpkin spice in your story? <laughs> <laughs> Nah, nah, nah. There's no pumpkin spice, bro. There's no pumpkin spice. My, like I said, mine was simple. Mine was simple, man. I, I seen my, I seen her, and I was uh, not only attracted, but I was interested, man. I was very interested. And it was one of those things where, you know, the intention wasn't to get to know her. We was in college. So that wasn't the intention. I ain't going to lie there. But once you get to know somebody, you kind of vibe, and you're like, you know what? Right. Yeah, there's a reason we're sticking together. There's a reason why we're together. Beautiful family. So, yeah, it was cool for me that way. I appreciate it. The moment we all been waiting for. Hey, but again, I need to know which story we about to find. I didn't know that. 
Oh, you didn't meet, but no, you. I talk about. I'm yeah, talking about Mallory. Mallory, y'all jumping the wrong, bro. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, there was two right. separate meetings here. Am I not? But, 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 am you I not know, right? But you, but you know, Mallory. Exactly. You know, that's what I'm you know, saying. Exactly. Have good no, memory, so. Y'all, y'all, y'all dangerous, bro. <laughs> yeah, I don't get that information. Now you just don't remember all the information. Um. Oh, I'm gonna send it to chat, bro. You don't remember. Yeah, I, I guess I got yeah. We talked about this in the chat. Don't even tell you. Yeah. Bro. So I um, need to hear the full thing. Like, yeah, know, you gotta tell uh, this before and that and that. You know, I'm happily engaged. You know, I, I love my woman. Um first time. First time. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah, I'm being serious. I, we gotta stop with this masculinity <laughs> toxicity. When I wanna express my feelings, I'm expressing. Uh, <laughs> again. <laughs> But so, but you, so you saying you nah, saying nah, I love man, my woman? People start laughing. I said it. Say that. It got nothing to do. It got nothing to do. No, you gotta stop using plural. There was one person <laughs> who started laughing. <laughs> nah, you right? But I wanna call everybody out. Swear. Nah. Um. So uh, I met um Good, I met a, uh, actually through my cousin. You know, he's um. He was uh, uh, marrying her sister, so the wedding was like, um, you know, uh, like three years ago. So when I showed up to the wedding, um, you know, I'm just, I'm just there being supportive. I ain't even in that mindset of uh, like trying to meet anybody or nothing like that. Um, I was the uh, best man, and she was the uh, maid of honor. But at that time, you know, she was uh, she was with somebody at the time. So it was just like a quick introduction. Hey, how you doing? Uh, I'm Jamal, you know, blah, blah. Um, then, yo, this, I love this movie. It's my favorite movie. This sounds but, like um, a movie, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, I got best, man, best man. Look, yeah. he was the best man. Yeah, I got a picture too. I'm going to send it to y'all. He was in a private relationship. Um, like, this is a movie. <laughs> so, so fast forward uh, three years later, you know, I'm in, um, I'm in the nation's capital. And uh, you know she's in um, uh, Houston, but I don't know this at the time. I still think she's uh, living in, um, in New York. So I, I'm uh, going back for the weekend. So I kind of just hit him up, hit her up, like, um, hey, hey, how you doing? Um, like, uh, you know, just you know, I'm, I'm heading up. <laughs> so I'm on my way back. <laughs> I'm on my way back on. <laughs> So I ended up thinking, you know, she in New York still. She gave me the text message back, and you know, um, she ain't at that location no more. So I'm like, oh, where you at? So she, you know, she said she live in Texas now. Um, so I'm like, oh, damn. So we end up just uh, communicating. Um, at the end of the month, uh, I end up catching a flight out to Houston, and you know we vibe real well. And you know later now, you know we engaged now. And uh, I ain't stuck. I'm, I'm, I ain't. Stuck. I, that sound. That sound negative. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I moved to Houston after, um, <laughs> after that. And uh, you know you are uh, three uh, gentlemen are uh, gonna be a part of the wedding. So a lot of that. Beautiful, beautiful. Fact, man. 
We can't wait. We can't wait. We can't wait, man. I mean, that's. I mean, that's that's all. All three of y'all, man, has some great, great dynamics and how you got to your current relationship, man. I think. Uh, I think what it all says is that. Yes, yeah, in fact, black men don't cheat. You know, we're, we're very good people. Young yeah. boys, if you listen, man, I hope you heard all those different situations. You could take and learn from that what you would. <laughs> Upper Peninsula. Yeah, CJ Young Boys, man. Make sure y'all listen. Yo, he said Upper Peninsula. Yo, you a wild boy, man. Speaking of great marriages, speaking of great marriages, man, the NBA and the MP- NBA PA finally sat down at the table and you know like a marriage we're able to compromise man we are getting the nba back in december Whew, a lot of people thought it would be a little longer the players wanted to wait to january but nba said there's gonna be a lot of money lost if you wait that long so right now a tentative date is gonna be december 22nd uh we still have the draft that's supposed to come in a week or two november 18th i believe and then we have free agency that's going to start right after that. So they're trying to jam a lot of things in before this December 22nd start date. And we still got, you know, players who might get traded. We got a lot going on with the NBA. But what mm. do you guys think? <coughs> Me personally, I think it's um, uh, something that they, was, uh, <clears throat> that they were aware of when they went into the bubble. Um, they knew that it was going to be a quick turnaround from when it finished, what, in October, was it? Right? Early October? Yeah, early October. So it was yeah. just like... Um, you're not going to push it yeah. all the way back to, like, you know, March or whatever and have it going through the Olympics. So it's like, you know, they they, they knew it was going to be early. Whether they knew it was going to be this early, whether they was thinking it was going to be, like, in January, but I think there was something that all the players were prepared for. And, and I think it only affects, really, the um, the teams that were uh, playing the longest. Remember, it was, like, it was a couple of teams that didn't, that didn't even go to the bubble. So, yeah, mm. so... Exactly. Yeah, no, to touch on that point, I think that's another reason why December 22nd was going to be a possibility because you had, you know, a, a great number of teams who didn't even go to the bubble or fresh and didn't play. And, you know, you really right. just think about the teams that had deep playoff runs that are really going to be impacted hugely by this. But you're right. You're right. You know, there's a lot of teams who didn't play. So you figure, and right. plus, it ends the season kind of normal to, you know, what we're used to in July, you know, so... What do you got? Let's go, Mallory. Mallory, Obviously, um, things have been different with this COVID year. You know, usually it's a big break and you stuck watching baseball and a whole bunch of other boring sports. But that's why. Quick turnaround. Quick turnaround. I kind of wanted um, to see Summer League, but, you know, we can't get that. But I'd rather the quick turnaround. Um, in terms of uh, the NBA, the toll is going to take. I think um, it's advantage and disadvantage, obviously, to the teams that uh, play later on in the season. <sighs> Lakers, Miami, Lakers. Um, the teams who, <laughs> who who didn't have to come to the bubble, I think that they have somewhat of a, an advantage uh, in terms of the rest that they put on their body. But uh, it should be interesting. Right. I, I, you make a great point about the summer league, man. Because these rookies who are about to get drafted in a couple of weeks, they got to jump right into a season. They go, they go from being a rookie right to some, uh, right to um, training camp. They don't get that that luxury of being with a bunch of group of guys playing in the summer, learning different offices, things. They kind of just jumping right into it. Kind of what happened with the NFL. The NFL didn't have an off season either. 
because of what's going on in the world. So I, I think that brings up a great point, Mallory, about not having the summer league. As a fan, we want to watch it, but I think it's also yeah. going to affect the rookies this upcoming season. Oh, uh, yeah, definitely um, as a fan, I'm excited thinking? for it. Um, we could watch basketball all year round if we had the opportunity to. I think um, the December 22nd start mm-hmm. was going to happen um, if they wanted to me, it was either are they fine with taking the pay cut and get the rest, or do they still want to get that money and mm-hmm. just start the season December twenty second? And I think I saw a post from Dame saying, uh, like, we can start the season as long as I get my summer. So I think that's very important, you know, for for players to have that that normal routine schedule that they usually have. So right, I'm happy. I'm excited for it. Right. Yeah, no, I think I think that is big. I think the long term of getting the season back kind of how it usually is will outweigh them being the short term of them getting back to work quickly. You're right, guys have this routine they do to get themselves better every season, and now they don't really have that this year. So, I mean, that brings up an interesting point. What do you guys think of the gameplay? Now that CJ brought up that point, do you think this we, we suffer um, by saying maybe not too good at basketball think, early on um, in the season? I think with some teams. We, we might suffer like with the teams that have been out for so long that haven't even been in the bubble. But I feel like the teams that's uh, been in the bubble, I think uh, they still got their, um, you know, they still got their the rust off. So I think uh, I think that we'll still see some good basketball. I don't think it will be as bad as um, mm. when um, when the teams kind of started the bubble because we felt like uh, no one ever knew that they was going to continue the bubble. So they were people, guys took like took off and was, you know, for, of course, with the pandemic, worrying about more so family, not worrying about like you know taking care of their bodies or getting shots up and stuff like that. So I think now we'll see. Um, we'll, we won't be, we won't suffer that much. Right. Right. <clears throat> right. What do you think, Mallory? Think, um, uh, yeah, I think the, the, the standings is going to be a little up and down in the beginning um, because of. <laughs> I'm not even talking about Wednesday. Why are you talking about Wednesday? Talking about Wednesday. Talking about Wednesday. Results in wins and losses, bro. Get out of here with that. Just talk about. Let's talk about the gameplay. Oh, with the quick turnaround, guys. Oh, yeah. Not any uh, like the injuries doesn't go up, um, because of the adjustment. Right. Oh, that's um, exactly good. This is going to be the second COVID year. Hopefully, things is a little different. You can start getting some fans in there. Um, but I think besides that, I think that everything will be almost back to normal. <clears throat> All right. Hey, CJ, you see how you trying to put that out there about the losses? Clutch. Trying to throw that disclaimer out. That's crazy, bro. Always, man. Wait, uh, hey, great. Oh, hey, great. Hey, great. Hey, CJ. Okay. See, this, no, no, this is why attention. CJ's on it. This is why CJ. This is exactly why CJ is in the four corners, man. That's a great segment. (laughs) 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 No, I'm not gonna do it. Yeah, there was an interesting thing uh, put out in the social media world a couple weeks ago. Um, Clutch Sports was in big audience uh, at Anthony Edwards. And uh, I forget it's another young man that was there working out for Anthony Scouts. But Anthony Edwards, who's... 
Uh, Maxi, yes. Thank you, Terry's Maxi. And they both, I think, are signed with Clutch. I know Anthony Edwards is. He's signed with Clutch. And um, there was a lot of things with the agents and other people just saying, like, you know, for one, with the pandemic, why is there so many people in the gym? But two, just Clutch Sports is just taking over, man. They, they've signed so many of the high-profile guys in the league and a lot of these young talent coming in the league, man. I Listen, I don't like the fact that a certain NBA player is involved with the agency. Um, that's another story for another day. <laughs> But you still, but you still have to ha- have hats off to Rich Paul and what he's doing and how he's able to get into uh, mm-hmm. a kind of a boys only or whites only type of atmosphere with the NBA agents and kind of get in there and, t- and take over the way he is. So you got to clap your hands and commend how he's doing. Now his tactics may seem kind of out of whack, but what do you guys think about clutch sports and how they're just kind of sweeping in and taking? A lot of the talent um, from I'll, I'll start because I feel like the group chat doesn't know my temperature on this issue. Um, I like how you mentioned the Asians <laughs> before Rich and how it was like a boys club and it was really amongst them how they, they mm-hmm. did the players. They didn't really have the best interests of the players, none of that. I love what, what, what Rich Paul mm-hmm. and, and Braun is doing. Like, it's... Yeah, he's not. Yeah, that's illegal. Well, you can't, you can't, you can't really say Brian because technically he's, he's not allowed not, to be a he's part. He's not. That's illegal. Even though I think, but even though I think we all know that the real. <laughs> but wait, man, yeah, but how is he associated yes, with? He funded the program, but it's okay. It's all right. Right. It's not. He signed it's to illegal. Clutch technically. He signed right. to that, even though we all know that's his agency. But he signed. To it's Rich Paul. It's Rich Paul. It he fu- yeah, he funded I'm the agency. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying that. To, it is illegal. But like. <laughs> you know, but yeah, but anyways, um, yeah, I, I, I love it, um, yeah, yeah, because yeah. one for the players, uh, especially the, the up and coming players that's coming into the league, like they have access to one of the greatest players ever and his agent. Like, what more could you ask mm-hmm. for? You know, having that, mm-hmm. um, having an agent who's a Accountable for for LeBron, like why wouldn't you want that same agent? You know what I mean, right? It's kind of like they can build yeah, they can exactly. build their brand and their empire like he did. Like you know what I mean? It's a it's a blueprint that Rich Paul can sell to people. Like look, yeah. I, I got LeBron. Look what I'm doing. And you know what I mean? So going back, right. I don't want to make it like a, a race thing, but it's like to have an agent that powerful that looks like you, that's another like check mark. Like why why else would I wanna have an agent like that as well? It's too? huge. You know, it's, it's huge. a trust issue thing. Hey, but and the fact and the fact is there is black agents out there that work for different companies that do have the right intentions for their players, right? So there, there's a few of them um that we can name. But I think what Rich is doing and how they was able to come from the ground up and not have a lawyer background like a lot of these guys do or have a uh, you know a background even the like school you would think an NBA agent would have. I think that shows a lot for young black kids. Yeah, that shows a key for a lot of black young black kids who can't maybe go to school and get law degrees. You still can go out there and be successful and do things you want to do. You find different ways. You know, not everybody has a best friend named LeBron James and can you know get their program funded by him. But at the same time, you can still you know, go out and do great things. So what do you, Mallory, hey, man, it's right to you. What do you see think? Uh, a group of black men um, mm-hmm. making more black men successful, man. Um, yeah, at the end of mm-hmm. the day, it, it, it may come off a certain way because <laughs> the best player in the league is, is attached to this name. Um, but uh, Rich Paul, mm-hmm. Rich Paul is uh, doing a great job 
Um, and I, I, I never really want to speak down on the conglomerate that they have because all the obstacles that they had to, that the NCAA and the NBA had tried to put in place so that he can't be successful. Um, yeah. So, so I, I, that's a fact. I, that's I, a fact. Hats off to him, man. Hats off to him. Yeah, no, that, and that's, that's big because that was a big thing. I think a couple of years ago they were saying how you know he didn't take this agent test and he didn't pass this bar. They were trying to do a lot of things once he started getting more and more guys under the Clutch Sports um, banner, and you know that that we've seen that right voter suppression. What's the difference, right? They they don't want us out there to vote. They don't want us part of a lot of their programs. And CJ, as much as you said you hate for it to be a race thing, it is. It they is. keep I taking know, over, man. That's all. So you're right. You that's all I got to say on it. Well, what do you think? Um, what's going on? <sighs> He's uh, he he's broken a lot of barriers already, and when I seen uh all them all them players lining up, and him him and his uh entourage all in there with all the players and stuff like that, I'm like, shoot, that's big. We we winning on every level now. We just hope that um we can do that in uh in the head coach spot now. Ah oh, man, look, so you get like CJ now with these segues. Y'all dope, man. I'm really enjoying this podcast. Don't worry. We're working on This is funny. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to do that to her. I didn't want to do that to you, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey. <laughs> Ball brings up a good point with the coaches, man. We had a segment already talking about black coaches and their impact. But, you know, to get into head coaches and some of these rumors that's going on, we're going to start with the uh, NBA team with the <laughs> one of the best head coaches in the league. That's Philadelphia 76ers and Doc Rivers. Um, <laughs> there's some rumors out there right now that, that after signing Daryl Morey that the Rockets, I mean, the Sixers are really going to go after the Rockets stars, James Harden. Uh, there's also been reports out there the Rockets saying that's never going to happen. Um, give me your take, man. If this does mm, happen, me, happen uh, I'm going to just speak on both sides. So, me, I don't think it's going to happen. I feel like, uh, like one, I don't think, I, I don't think Harden mm-hmm. wants to leave uh, his best friend, and I don't think he wants to leave the city of Houston. I think he generally loves like playing in Houston, um, and I also think, yeah, yeah, the city of Houston, real good, man. <laughs> I think he likes the food. The food, be the food too. better in Philly too, um. And I also just Ooh. think that, like, <laughs> you got, like, what What are you going to get back from, like, from trading harder? You know what I mean? Like, you're not, like, so it's like, if you trade it harder, what, you, what right. you're trying to get in B, right. but yes. Sixers ain't letting him B go. So it's like, what are you getting back from him? So I feel like uh, you got, like, one of the best officers, if not the best officer player in the game um, on your team. You need to just build around it. You got a new head coach coming in. You know, you need to, uh, like, give him a chance. To have those two uh, stars and um, be able to build how he sees uh, best, you know, for them to um, be successful. So I think you keep. Uh, I think you keep Harden. I think that would be forced. But again, now if he does go um, and right. and Bead stays, uh, yeah, that's a dangerous team. Because now you got a, a super skilled uh, guard at the top, and then you got a super skilled big at the bottom. Out mm. like, oh yeah, yeah. So, so you're basically yeah. thinking if this happens, they got to send him. Maybe no way they would. <laughs> yeah. Hey, they they playing the four and the five, baby. That's a brick city, baby. 
Oh, <laughs> that might work. <laughs> that might work. It's trying to find my word for them. Yeah. Trying to find my word for them. That might work. Oh man, hey Mallory, what do you think about man. this? You think it'll happen? <clears throat> so, I think uh, <laughs> if it does happen, I honestly think James Harden is a problem to a lot of uh, the mishaps that the Rockets have. But I love it. Though. Happens, he consistent it, though. Man. He lets he us know every though. time. Because I want y'all to remember. Let's know that. Tell me. I just want y'all to remember. Like, he don't win and he keep losing, but he keep putting them up. Yeah, I just remember I said it. But if he come to um Philly, I think it'll be different because I don't, obviously Doc is not gonna let him do whatever he wants. Um, um, but if he come mm-hmm. to Philly, James Harden and, and, and uh, Joel's that's that's a that's a great one two combo right there. Um, it would, with right, with the pieces right. that they already have, the, the Philly might might be at the top mm-hmm. of the East. Mm, interesting, interesting. I mean, look. Speaking of that, right now, a lot of reports out there. Drew Holiday is trying to get to the East. He's trying to get, you know, well, New Orleans is trying to shop him around, and uh, some of the teams in the East is Miami. You want to talk about this? Is another team that people yeah. want to talk about, but I don't think it's reality. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> um, so I think you know Drew Holiday is going to be one of the biggest pieces made that may get moved before uh, the next season mm-hmm. starts, man. Um, uh, and then there's one uh, West team I forgot that he spoke about Denver, Denver man. So I think we had a chat. We had a chat about this. If Drew Holiday does get moved, and the three teams that's talked about right now is Brooklyn, Denver, and Miami, where does he fit the best? And who? And 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 if, not only that, who becomes a contender after that? Because in the chat, yeah, I go, didn't respond. Of course, I just woke up and saw the messages that y'all said, and um, more implemented Drew uh-huh. and those three different teams and the lineups. And I disagree. I think that Brooklyn would look the best. Obviously, I don't think Joe would be in that five. Mm. If they have to get rid of Karras, I think Dinwiddie would probably be in there. And I think that the Brooklyn Nets would be better than the other two teams that we that we mentioned. So, and, and we, I didn't get a chance to touch on what you just said We're in the chat. But if Drew goes to Brooklyn, they got to get rid of Joe Spence. Like, they're not, New Orleans is going to take one of those two players, if not both, for Drew out there. I don't know how you keep Dinwiddie and Joe Harris and get I think Drew either, that's, that's either way, if they if they keep okay, Dinwiddie they or Harris, I think they're in a good position. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I I I agree. I agree. Yeah. I agree. I know, but I don't think they want to trade Harris. I think Levert stays, and then they would want to trade either Joe or Spencer. They wouldn't. They wouldn't because Harris yeah. is a young young guy who can you know add some value. New Orleans, New Orleans has the, all those young pieces for them to take Levert. It's just, it's kind of just adds um, what they already have. So. Yeah, I think uh, um, definitely. Uh, uh, Mark, go ahead. What do you think about this? I think it'll be BK, the best, but I think they are already a contender um, without uh, Drew and just uh, re-signing Joe. But the Nuggets, for years, have been looking for a two-guard <laughs> for years. So I think it'll be, uh, they'll. that's why I put them on that um, that number one. Yeah. They'll be the top team in the West if they get uh, Drew. At the two. Yeah, Denver yeah. just drew that backcourt with him and Murray become pretty uh that's gonna be pretty tough to, to stop. And oh, yeah. I think like I told you guys in the chat, that becomes a great piece. Then you got Porter out there with him added to that lineup. And I think Denver can defend. Um <laughs> but yeah, I, I do think... <laughs> Yeah, I mean look, he can't defend, but that's what help defense is for. So <laughs> <laughs> Ma, I mean, uh, CJ, what do you think about Drew Holiday? Oh, Drew, the Brooklyn. Um, 
I think what Maul's trying to I think what Maul's trying to say uh, mm-hmm. with Joe and Karis, I think if they if they get Drew, I think Joe will fit better with uh, what they would be mm-hmm. trying to do if they had Drew. But if not, then definitely keep uh, right. Joe in Brooklyn. I I can see Drew playing um, in Miami. I don't know why I can't see him playing in Denver. I just don't see it. Like I'm mm-hmm. not disagreeing with. Um, how you say yeah. he will fit like um in the scheme of what they do but I just don't see him yeah going to Denver and I don't know what the trade scenario would be uh for the Pelican yeah yeah that's the biggest thing that's the biggest thing I told you I don't you think already, anybody knows kind of coming to Brooklyn with, it, with all those teams Carol who would Sabertis they have getting traded you know what I mean like Sabertis that would be a three year uh, 64 <laughs> million dollar contract <laughs> It's easier to plug him in and just plug one other player. Drew coming to BK, man. Championship already for 2021 already decided. It's set in stone. You heard it here oh, first. Yo, like, I love I you mean, too, bro. I, I, like I told you, I love you as a fan <laughs> being passionate. I really do. I think, I, I think this... I think this fits this fits you perfectly, man. This passion to, to want this to work. Give me reality, really too, reality. Bro. I think that's dope. That's dope. Carson like, Burton, one other player is going, bro. That's reality. That is not reality, gonna, man. Gonna, <laughs> it's not. It's going. They probably gonna give um Allen that kind. Those two kind. Carson right, Burton, Jared Allen contract match perfectly with Drew. They uh, Pelicans need a center to go with Gumba. It's, it's work, bro. It's reality. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you nickname would be wild. Yo, that gumbo, dude, that's hilarious. That, that gumbo nickname is crazy, bro. I don't, I don't know where you get these nicknames from, but that, that's hilarious, gumbo. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, listen, I, like I said, I think uh, we're all excited to see what happens next, man. I mean, there's a lot of teams out there that, that are still trying to figure out their identity and what they should do and what, what move they should make this offseason, who they should resign. Um, out of the, I guess, superstars who are already kind of implanted in their teams already, like, you know, the Rockets duo and you got Philly's duo with Embiid and, uh, and Ben. Like, if you guys could think of, just off the top of your head real quick, what team in the NBA do you think needs to break up their kind of big three or duo? You guys have any ideas of who should split up? I know I do. And Houston Rockets. Number one for me is oh. Houston. I told y'all. I've been telling y'all forever that they gotta mm. break them two up, but y'all say they best friends and they don't want to oh, break up. Man, so what, what is your idea? See, this, is, this is why I feel like it's unfair for you guys to say uh, Houston because not. Nah, I, I want to speak. I want to speak because I'm gonna tell you my opinion right oh, now. Oh my god! <laughs> I didn't ask you to tell me what's I, fair. I, I, I want to know. Yeah, you speak on it more. I don't. It goes about like why we gotta be fair. How long these two duos had together? And these guys had less than a real season with each other to get to learn each other and be able to play with each other. And then had to switch, like, they started the season with having a five, and now it's like, they switched their whole offense of how they playing in the middle of the season. Now we're not playing with a center now. Now we're just going all people under six five. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's hard to do. They only had one season and trying to play together. So I think that's unfair. But when you got a duo, like, Ben and Embiid that have been playing together for years and you got a duo like uh, Donovan and uh, Gobert that have been playing for years, I think uh, those are two main duos that need to split. And if I'm Jazz, I'm, I'm trading I'm, I'm trading Gobert. 
They've been playing together for more than two seasons. What are you talking about? Donovan's been playing with Rudy Gobert for how long? Come on, that's longer. Do that's that. longer, right? That's longer that, than the season. Hey, so that's man. so that's that's it's, your that's it's your more than the season. They've been playing more. So two like, two, two years is seasons. the benchmark. Benchmark it's not is working. Two years. Same thing with Embiid and Ben. It ain't working. It's not Donovan third year. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's what I said. That's what I was going. That's what I thought. That's what I said. Nah, yeah, right. told me they've been playing together for six right. seasons. Anything to help you argue? Anything will help you argue, bro? Just, I'm here just chatting, bro. Just chatting, bro. I'm just being a fact. Hey, listen. I'm a, look. I got to be more specific now because Maul wants to go on these tangents and, and start just bringing up old shit. Listen. How about this duo? Bradley, Bill, John Wall. All right. It is what it Should is. they stay together? Should they break that apart? <laughs> Mark, CJ, Mark you start since Maul took your time. I the question. I feel the same way about Houston. But um, a couple years ago, I would have said split them up. But I, I think that they both um, like developed so much individually. Like I think it's going to be different this time around. Um, so I still want to see. I want to I see them play together at least for another year. Yeah, I, I want to see uh, Wall and Bill play together. Gotcha. So you think Wall coming back from the injury, we got to really yeah. get a test to see if they can get back to where they were. Because this is yeah. a top five um, team I, I in think the East when they were healthy, correct? Um, because I've been listening to him on a different couple podcasts. Just uh, his demeanor and life experiences that he's been through, I think it's changed him as a person. And... Um, I think that'll translate over on the court as well, too. Mm-hmm. And we saw what Bill did last season at career highs and I think across the board. I think assists and, and points. Um, so. I was about to say that. And you're going you to have some people that's going to say um, that. They, they can say playing. that. They can say that. You have to you know pick up on Wall's productivity if he's not there because that's 20 and 10 right there. So, But I I, I want to I see them play together mm-hmm. at least one more, one more year. Right, right. Uh, yeah, on the on the John Wall. Yeah, that's definitely. My, I want to see him. Really, guys, I think uh, Brad Bill has uh, his, his confidence is at an all time high right now, and he got something to prove because it's not. Right. I would like to see them play together one more year. And I think uh, if they can't build um, a team around these cool. two, oh, uh, what you think? I think you gotta let that go. Hey, they've been they've been playing for almost a decade together. I guess we can't hear you. We can't hear you, man. So, Ma, what do you think? Um, I think unless they have a a, a good plan this short of free agency to pair um them with some uh some good talent to help them uh get further, I think you break them up. Um, mm. this this pair been with each other for like a decade, um, right? And you know, sometimes you just gotta let that go, man. Um, I know yeah. uh, Wall looking good in his workouts and stuff like that, and he's he's got a good uh, change of mindset and how he um gonna attack the season and stuff like that. But again, like we've been playing for a decade, and unless they can get people to you know surround them, they need a, they need changes and. Four to five, you know that bench. 
Um, mm. If you can't find anything in that short uh, experience, you, you got to look to rebuild, I think. Yeah, I think that's going to be the toughest part because they don't have talent. So they it's don't. like, who are you going to trade for? You know what I mean? And, and the cap space is limited because you're paying both of them guys a lot of money. So you're right. It's going to be tough to see. Um, I think Washington eventually has to break this apart. I don't think they can, for one, I don't think they can add another big name. And two, you don't have a lot of trade pieces to get in any role, good role players. So um, I think Washington definitely might have to go in a different direction this offseason, the shortened offseason. Mm-hmm. Um, the last two I want to talk about is um, Dame Dalla, Damian Lillard, and CJ McCollum. Is it time for them two? Because they've been playing just almost just as long as uh, Bill and Wall, man. So is it time for them two to split? No, I don't think so. Um, mm-hmm. They just added. I mean, not that it's an outstanding piece, but they got Melo. They got a few mm-hmm. role players that that's starting to develop and come, in, come within themselves. Um, I think that you you give them at least one, one maybe one or two more years. And then after that, mm-hmm. I think you move pieces. See, with them... One or two more... One or two more... Real quick, I'm sorry, Mo. Mm-hmm. One or two more years to, to get to a Western Conference final or one or two more years to actually maybe contend for a final? <sighs> Cause you gotta be realistic with this team, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean it's different perspectives you look at it, but I guess you you gotta look at it in terms of Western Conference Finals and then go from there. Right. Right. All right, Mark. What do you think? I think uh I think this duo is different because of the fact that like they hack they actually have talent. They just need to make the right trades to um, mm. get over the hump. And they, they were just in a uh, what in the Western Conference Final um was like a year or two. Um and they fell yeah ago. two years ago and they fell yeah. short to the uh, to the Warriors but um mm-hmm. I think you know they just need to uh, try to get off that contract with um with Whiteside or maybe need to trade uh nurture and try to find like a um a three because the one thing like the Nuggets have been missing they've been missing a, a two for like some years and I feel like with Portland they've been missing a three so if they can try to figure a way to get a three I think um. They're they're right there in the top of the West for me. Yeah, Portland Portland has assets. Yeah, they can definitely move some of those pieces they got and try to get another name in there that can contribute right away. I don't know if uh, they have a solidified third option. I think Melo does help, but I don't think he's a solidified third option. Mm-hmm. And um, and Nurtic is uh, he's he's good, he's good, but he's not good enough where we can you know say he's going to count for 18, 20 points a game or even close to 15, 18 points a game. So. Um, they but they have pieces. CJ, what do you think they need to do? Um, I guess I, I got a real uh, patient take on a lot of these duos today. Uh, I want to see them play uh, for another year together as well. I think we saw glimpses of what they could have been for a full season towards right. um, the end of the bubble. So I think having their bigs back healthy, um, CJ will be healthy. Uh, Gary got some some playoff experience under his belt now. I want to see them at least one more year play together and see what they could do. I think we have to be realistic too with um, expectations for some of these teams. Uh, right. You got teams like the Lakers, the Warriors, um, Denver. Uh, the West is the West is pretty deep, so mm-hmm. you gotta. With what with what you have, like you have to, you, have, you just gotta be realistic and try to do the best you can with that. Yeah, I, I think out of all the duos, I think we enjoy watching these two play together the most. To be honest with you, so it's like you really don't want them to split up just yet. 
Um, but I do think as a franchise, a year or two from now, they haven't made another Western Conference Finals run. You know, you think about moving one of them. I think CJ, too, right, eventually is going to be like, look, I, I want to try to carry the team. I know we all probably think he, he can't really be a number one guy on the team, but I think CJ McCollum has that that uh, mentality in him. I think he could be a first option on the team. So uh, I think eventually this this team does get you know split up in a couple of years. So um, so speaking of uh, CJ McCollum, he was one of our first take. I mean, our first take. Wow, he was one of our checkup. He was one of our checkup uh, participants, man. So this week on checkup, guys. We sat together and we figured we wanted to do uh, Paul George versus Jason Tatum. Now, Paul George, this is his second checkup with us. We did a checkup with him kind of uh, before we knew this was going to be a segment with Jimmy Butler a while back. So, Paul George, let's see where he ranks up in a one-on-one matchup with Jason Tatum. I'm coming to Mallory first because we all know who, what Paul George means to him. So, Mallory, who do you think wins this checkup battle? Oh, um, I think this is an easy one. Um Mm, yeah. Sensei, sensei, yeah. sensei versus the student. I think uh, look, Jason Tatum shows a lot of uh, resemblance. Don't, uh, oh, no. Hold on. Did you just say student? Because yeah. he's a Kobe student. Don't do that. Jason Tatum <clears throat> is a Kobe student. Not, <clears throat> he and Paul Jordan keeps him nothing. I'm talking in terms of their style of play, sir. That's simply what I'm talking about. Man, get out of here. Don't disrespect Kobe like that. Rest in peace <laughs> to the GOAT. Rest in peace to the GOAT. Um, I, say, I say PG take this one. Um, they both both offensively they they talented people, but we know uh, Paul George. Even though he lacked it this lack this past year, he's one of the top defenders in the league. So I see Paul George getting a, a few stops in this one on one game, where I think Jason Tatum lacks that defensive uh, presence. Mm. I'm gonna let you live on that because I know how much you love PG. Okay, all right. I mean it's your truth. That's all that matters, King. Right? It's <laughs> yeah, your truth. King. That's all that matters. If PG could beat Jimmy Butler, he could easily beat Jason Tatum. No, you, you're the only one that said he could beat Jimmy Butler. I digress. Ball, <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of this matchup, man? Um, I'm a uh, Agent Tatum or Rated R. Oh, he's Rated R now. Okay, Rated no, R. Rated R. Um, nah, nah, Maul gave a couple different nicknames. We'll take it. <laughs> yeah, um, I think uh, <laughs> this is a very close one to me. Uh, I'm gonna surprise y'all with this one. Um, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Rated R on this one. Mm. I'm gonna go with Rated Damn R. Damn it! <laughs> mm. uh, I think, why you say Kevin for? <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm surprised. I'm gonna mm-hmm. go rate it all with this one. Um, I think uh, I think he got a lot, a lot of more, um, a lot more tools in his tool bag. Um, mm. offensively. Um, not saying Jason Tatum don't got don't got any um skill set, but I think PG just got a lot more, and I think um uh. One on one, I think he's gonna get the better of him. This is a, this is a close one mm-hmm. for me, though. It's a close one for me. So PG got a little bit more in the in the, in the duffel bag than uh than, than Tatum does when it comes to that one on one match. Yeah, I didn't, for me, I think so. Got you, got you. So so for it sounds like from you two, you guys didn't think Jason Tatum has any chance of of stopping Paul. No, no, no. Mine's not mine's not predicated on um, stops. Mine's not predicated on stops. I just think uh offensively I think um 
I think PG one on one moves. It's a little mm. bit. It's, it's very close, but I think for me, I think his one on one like um, moves a little bit higher. I, I like his uh, his mid and uh, three point uh, shooting in the one on one matchup, and I think he um, he can operate in the post. A little bit better. This contra- this contradicts a lot of things you've been saying lately. Hey, no, no, you know, yeah, yo, I told you I was gonna surprise you, but you know why the surprise, bro? You know why the surprise? Why? Why? Is it working out with him in the summertime. So CJ, oh, <laughs> geez, little CJ, so CJ, so CJ, for you, man. That's for you, man. Oh. Honestly, I didn't. More surprised me. Um, I didn't know he was going to go there. Um, look, I picked PG over Paul. What? And I later had to change. That's the same player. That's the same player. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Butler, 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 Butler. I picked, I picked PG over Butler earlier in the year, and I had to retract that that statement. And I'm going to have to pick PG again this time. I'm gonna pick him again this time. I'm gonna go PG. Um, Are y'all some hey, powers? Yo, yo, I, I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know more. Yo, they scared. I didn't know was gonna go there. Yo, the energy. Yo, they be scared. I'm always consistent. Yeah, I can't say I'm always They scared, man. changing up. Hey, Mac, they be changing up. They be scared. They be scared, bro. Keep it a beat. I never gave my opinion on Tatum versus, versus hey, PG. Scared, man. Yo, but this is, I never gave my all right, all right, but what I'm saying is your critique of one player is is very to a point that is almost damn near demeaning, but then yet you pick exactly. that player to win on a one-on-one battle right. with a because superior I know, young I know, talent. I know his potential, Mac. What? <laughs> <laughs> I know what he could be. He just start I know what he could be. Yeah. Yeah. That's, why, that's why I like him. Like Look, and see, that's another reason why I didn't want to pick PG because of because of Mallory. Like, relax, bro. You don't even know him, bro. Relax, bro. Damn. No, he said relax. I, I didn't. I didn't know Maul was gonna pick. Paul, I don't know why y'all not getting on more. I, I, how you I, feel. I, I already did. Like, he, he calls him way off peak. Like, I did not know. I, and I, I just said that. I said that. Hey, yo, yo, man. Y'all too, man. Listen. Yo, y'all too. I'm picking. I'm picking. Uh, I think he's. I like I like Tatum. I'm not trying to say Tatum is not skilled, but I think Paul is superior mm-hmm. when it comes to that. And I don't really care about stops. I do believe Jason can get more stops um, as a defender, but one on one, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Paul. Damn, man! I, listen, I hear everything y'all saying, man. I do. I, I, I Paul, Paul's proven. Paul's proven. He's done this over a long period of time in the NBA. He was arguably, you know, one of the better players in the league, you know, for a long period of time when he was in the East. You know, even that one year at OKC when the league was kind of down, he was an MVP candidate. Like, I, I get it. I, I, I get what you're saying. But to me, to me, I think the arrow for Jason Tatum is going up and going to continue to go up. And I think his his demeanor and his, his you know, his, his aggression, his aggression, his aggression. Like, he, he's just going to want it more. PG, to me, looks like sometimes he ain't got the killer instinct. He ain't got it. He missed a shot. He might be like, all right, it's your ball, no worries. I just wait for you to miss. I like I that. Just, sometimes I just feel like, I just feel like a younger 
more hungrier player in a one-on-one battle is going to win, even though the older, superior guy might have a little bit more in his bag. So I think Tatum's just, I think he's better right now. At this point in their careers, right this second, they play one-on-one today, mm, I'm picking I like Tatum. That. I think Tatum. I think, I think Tatum just has. I like that. Hey, you can nah, say I'm not, dreaming. Nah, yeah. That's a good point, though. You made. No, but Mally's dreaming by thinking PG's the second best player in the league. He's dreaming. Oh shit! What? <laughs> like, oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. New information. I got. I got Agent Tatum, bro. <laughs> I got Agent Tatum, bro. <laughs> you see y'all? <laughs> nah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not on that side, bro. I'm on Agent Tatum, bro. I always want to co-sign Yo, Maul is a funny yo, dude. Yo, drop that on Twitter, bro. You gonna see my vote more than the vote, bro. <laughs> That that one I thought he was, you know, trying to be funny to piss people off in the chat, but he's serious stuff. (laughs) (laughs) He's been dead serious about that, bro. Oh my gosh, man. So all right, that's this week's checkup, man. We're gonna put that all over Twitter uh, later on today. Um, see who you guys pick between Jason Tatum and Paul George. Um, should be a good checkup. I, I like this one, one of our better ones. We got a lot more coming ahead. So um, that's it for today, man. We kind of touched on a lot of things, man. This is dope show, dope energy. Um, I, I, you know, I really enjoy us really getting into football this week. You might start doing that a little bit more about this. You might start. Talking, <laughs> I'm gonna definitely attention. have to do some homework. <laughs> uh, but like always, man, let's see. Leading people with some stuff, man. CJ, I'm gonna go with you first. I always come to CJ last. CJ, leading people with something, man. Stay ready so you don't have to get ready. Mm. Mm. Oldie but goodie. I like it. That's an oldie but goodie. Mallory, what's up? Protect man? yourself at all costs. Shit. Mm. Mm. Yeah, militant. He, he stay militant, man. You can yeah. One thing you know about Mallory, you know, in this America, you have to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's a fact. Hey, Maul, lead the people with something. Man, I'm going to just say uh, faith is an assurance of things to look for, not a leap of faith. What? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. He said he, he got more. Me. He told us in the beginning. He said it. He said, I got more for y'all, man. Hey, tell him again, Maul, sitting here. I don't think Mally heard it. Yeah, you. listen. You listening, bro? Yeah, I'm listening. Yo, faith is an assurance of things to look for. I'm going to change it. Not a blind leap. Okay. Yo, Mallory, man, you'll get it one day. I'm gonna uh, yeah, hit it in the chat for you, man. I got you. <laughs> oh, man. But like always, man, keep God first. We love you, uh, yo. Yeah.